Welcome back to another City Beat program. I'm Derek Campbell, and today I'm joined by Nevada Mayor George Knox. And how are you today, George? I'm just wonderful. I hope you are, too. Yeah, doing well. A little bit snowy still outside for us, so hopefully people are able to work around that and stay home and be safe today. Yeah, but if you also notice, too, our city crews have been out clearing those roads, and I like our hats off to them. They do a great job. Yes, I did. Uh, I talked with uh, Mark about that this morning, and he said they were up and out by one o'clock this morning and stuff, getting uh, the roads prepared for everybody. And uh, start us off here, then, uh, kind of with the with Barone and stuff. Uh, can you give some people an update on how that situation is moving forward? As you know, that we had uh, a change in boards. We, we we had a great board before the. Uh, the, the issue wasn't necessary, had nothing to do with the old board. It had it had more to do with, uh, you know, they were a bit overwhelmed and, and some sought to leave the uh, the board altogether. And uh, so we, we've got a replacement board now that's uh, really digging into some of the issues that uh, the other board started on. So to give you a big picture of what's happening, I think the best way I can characterize it, we went from wanting to close uh, not only Barone, but maybe uh, more few because of the census numbers to, um, you know, a solid understanding that it's important to us, it's important to our community and our patients uh, that both units stay open. So the uh, uh, we're looking together, and I, I want to stress that, the, the city council and the long-term care board are working together for a, a suitable solution to make sure that they both stay open because they are both absolutely critical to our community and we're we're working on that uh, our census is up just a little bit in Morphew and, and it's still I believe steady or maybe up by one at Barone and uh, with concerning Barone is there like a deadline for potentially when it goes back to the council with decision makings on closing it or keeping it open by chance no, there's there's no timeline. You know, originally, um, my understanding was that uh, Barone would be out of money by January, and obviously we're in in February now. Um, you know, my hope is that we can find additional grant money funding to get us back on our feet. You know, the COVID hit us pretty hard. Uh, you know, understandably, that the families didn't want their their loved ones locked up in a facility where they couldn't see them, and and that. You know, that was terrible for everybody. That's lessened uh, just a little bit, you know, with the still with a spike in COVID again, we're, we're still going to be very cautious. But uh, I am convinced that the city council and the long-term care board can work together to make it happen, make it, make it safe for not only the, uh, the, the visitors and the families, but uh, also safe for the, the residents. Well, uh, thank you again, George, for giving an update on Barone. And kind of moving on to city council, more focused business here. Uh, last night uh, in the council meeting, uh, four resolutions, ordinances with Vernon County came up, and all four of them ended up getting passed on second readings. Yeah, I, you know, w- one of our goals, the city council's goals, is, has been to work cooperatively with the the commission. Not that, not that there was any issues between the two, but, you know, sometimes we get you know, overwhelmed with what we're doing, and, and certainly they get overwhelmed with what they're doing. But, uh, you know, it's better together. Uh, so when we can, you know, do our property taxes through the county, it saves us money, saves them money, uh, saves, saves the taxpayer money. 
it's just a good relationship. You know, we have a wonderful county commission, and it's a pleasure to work with each and every one of them. And then uh, with uh, bids last night, a couple expensive items with uh, chemicals for the Frankie Peters Golf Course and then a, beast, a KC uh, Bobcat uh, Grappler also kind of got passed. Yeah, you know, the, uh, the pool chemical thing, uh, although I knew what the bids were coming in, I just – like I shared with you last night, when I looked at the, the five-year increase, you know, over the last five years, the increase in pool chemicals uh, has just been incredible. Um, I, you know, I don't know where it's going to stop, but, you know, we're, we're doing our very best to get the pool back open and, and have these chemicals ready for us to, to work on. So uh, it's a hard decision, but it was the only decision we could make uh, to make sure that we had the chemicals in stock. The uh, grappler, you know, as you know, and heard last night, the uh, we've done a wonderful job, which was one of our goals last year, to, to take down as many houses as we could. And uh, we, we've done an excellent job and to the point where we have broken the old grappler that goes on the bobcat. I can't remember how many times Mark said it had been re-welded. The uh, interesting part about the, the bid process was is that uh, – you know, we certainly wanted to buy local. That's always our priority. But, you know, the the crazy thing about manufacturing now is, you know, there's no date certain when you can make sure that you're going to get the item you ordered. So we went with another company, and I believe that grappler is going to be delivered, you know, within a month to six weeks, as opposed to six months to a year on the other uh, one that we'd preferred to buy in town. Yeah, that, that all kind of comes into play for decision-making, too, is when a estimated time of arrival for items and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for uh, new business last night, uh, on the first reading, an uh, authorization form for the potential funding for assistance for uh, traffic enforcement and uh, Missouri Highway Safety Program. Uh, can you expand on that a little bit more? Yeah, you know, it's, again, that's uh, a cooperative effort between all of our law enforcement agencies that, that serve our county and our city. You know, extra money for traffic enforcement uh, for uh, physical items that might be needed to enforce it. Uh, it it's always, a, like I, I've said about the county, it, it's always to everybody's best favor to make sure that we do as many cooperative things with the state and the county that we can. And, and that's another example of working well with the state for enforcement money. Um, and kind of started this new year here, what does the council kind of have planned out for the rest of the year then? You know, probably a million and a half things that, that I can't remember off the top of my head. But I, I will tell you that we're still going to continue to be very aggressive in taking derelict houses down, uh, looking for new business development. And I, you know, again, uh, the two people to really thank for the business development is, is uh, Mr. Vickers and Mr. Mr. City Council, uh, Mr. Uh, Mark, well, I'm trying to be polite. Mark, you know, the combination of those two is just an incredible powerhouse in bringing the business. And so those would be my two hopes that we put on the very top of our list as we go through this, the rest of this year, you know, tearing down houses and building it, bringing in new businesses. Thank you again for joining me and uh, telling the people kind of what's going on with uh, City Council and for Nevada. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. That was Nevada Mayor George Knox here on another KNEM Canemo City Beat program. I'm Derek Campbell, and thank you for listening.